Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Economics Weekly podcast. It's the 23rd of March, and we've seen some violent new moves in financial markets over the last week. There has been support from uh, central banks and governments around the world. And Sheldon, if I could turn to you first to give us some sort of flavour of the scale of those operations that have been given to the markets. Yes, well, as you said, there have been massive stimulus programmes. At the moment, still, what we're seeing is a lot of indications of what's to come, but not really too many details as yet. What we do know from the US is that the stimulus package that they've outlined so far is worth about a trillion dollars. In the UK, we've seen about £350 billion worth of of stimulus packages being announced, along with other measures like mortgage holidays, wage payments to be covered by the governments, rate cuts and so on. And in the EU, not to be outdone, they're also speaking about massive stimulus packages. In Germany, it's 100 billion. In Spain, 200 billion. In total, it seems like the EU is committing to packages of about 1% of GDP. They're also speaking about bond buying programs, about 750 billion euros, an additional 750 billion euros being committed to purchasing of bonds, including those of Italy and Greece. So massive stimulus programs. One area where we haven't had much news is uh, from Japan, where the stimulus programs there have been limited. Uh, The Bank of Japan is or has increased its buying of ETFs. There has been some talk about a package, but really no, no, not further details from them. And that's kind of similar, as I said, to what we've seen everyone else, that specific details haven't yet been mentioned. But what we are seeing is just government commitment to these massive programs to support uh, markets and economies. And it is particularly notable, actually, as you're saying, in, in Europe, that government and banks are, um, and central banks, sorry, are uh, acting in co- very coordinated way. And what's the impact been on the bond markets, government bond markets? That's been the interesting thing to note in the last week. So normally in an economic downturn, you would see government bonds actually doing quite well. Uh, on a view that global growth is falling, inflation is falling, and so on. But actually, what we've seen last week was a bit of a sell-off in the government bond markets. And that's been a little bit confusing, but understandable if you put it into the context of the government packages that we've seen. So governments are going to have to pay for all these stimulus packages. The way they do that is by borrowing money, and the way they do that is by issuing bonds. So massive issuance. Uh, Economics 101 tells you there's more supply price goes down. So that's the, uh, the sell-off that we've seen in bond markets last week. And of course, the sell-offs in equity markets as well. So how has that appeared in the real asset space? Like government bonds, gold, a defensive asset, has failed to deliver its usual protection and kind of hedging characteristics that you might expect in this period of stress. And I think that points to the fact that there's just a general lack of investment appetite across the market and people are looking to sell assets and raise cash and there's a preference in these types of scenarios often to sell the assets that are sitting in positive gains rather than selling investments that are on large paper losses such as equities at the moment. Oil more understandably has suffered immensely over recent weeks. Uh, Last week down another 13% but huge intra-week swings with a minus 24% priced um, fall on Wednesday, followed by a 25% price rise on Thursday, which is Brent crude's biggest ever one-day move. And that's being driven by comments from the US administration around the potential impact on unemployment if they fail to act in a meaningful way to support the economy. Steve Mnuchin, the head of the US Treasury, said that U.S. unemployment could rise to 20%. 
what led to the recovery later in the week was story in the Wall Street Journal about um, a meeting between some US shale drillers and OPEC and the Texas state energy regulator where they're looking for ways to work together to reduce the energy supply, which is a pretty unprecedented move. So some elements of hope there. And I think overall, Sheldon, we've seen difficulty at the moment for analysts or economists to price any sort of um, expectations of growth, economic growth, or indeed earnings forecasts. And that's what's proving so difficult for the equity markets. I wonder if you could just sort of sum up a few words of how we're responding to all this at the moment at Architas. As you've said, it's very difficult at the moment to really get a, a sense fundamentally of, of where we stand. We are seeing earnings forecasts being cut. Valuations are looking better, but in the context of uncertain earnings forecasts, it's difficult to, to really pin those down to a, a reasonable level. What we do know is that at some point there will be a rebound. We assume that we will manage to get past this issue and there will be a, a recovery. At that point, there will obviously be opportunities for those brave enough to get in. I think we see our job as being risk managers first. We would rather be prudent, be cautious. I don't think clients would thank us for losing more money on the downside. We'd rather try and protect to the extent that we can. So we're not looking to to try and second guess the market. We're not looking to try and get in ahead of everybody, trying to grab the first big rebound. I think, as I say, we'll remain cautious and wait and see how this plays out. Indeed we will. Thank you both very much. Thanks very much.